Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. This is another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And my name is Steve Lacey. And we are with a company called JSL Solutions. We bring you StreamingChurch.tv, which is a a platform for streaming video. Yes, and uh, apps and (laughs) websites and church management systems. Steve was checking his phone there while I was talking, and (laughs) I was waiting for him to talk about apps, which is ChurchAppLive.com, which is another product we have. And then we have MyFlock. Dot com, which is a content management, church management system. So uh, we bring you this podcast on a weekly basis. Most of the time it's related to tech things, although uh, we do, our company serves churches and ministries for the most part. And Steve and I both have a lot of experience working with churches and ministries. And so sometimes we will get on other topics that might be more along the lines of, uh, well, maybe what we're going to talk today. Yes. Today. So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about, we're going to pose the question here to you, should your church advertise? And uh, you, you, I'm going to give you a heads up and I'm going to say, yes, it should. But then we're going to give you some stats here and we're going to give you some reasons. And then we're going to talk about if you're really going to advertise, uh, you know, here's and what you should. How do you, you go should, about yeah, it? And, yeah. yeah. How do you do it and what, what do you do there? So we're going to try to get this all done in about 28 minutes. Sounds good. So... Uh, that's the idea, but we'll get off topic from time to time as far as tech stuff and talk about leadership stuff or whatever, church you know, management or whatever, because we've done it. So we, we just want to help you. That's right. all we're here for is to help you. So you've got some good stats. to Got some stats. Here. So according to the Hartford Institute of Religion Research, uh, over 40% of Americans say that they go to church weekly. In reality, less than 20% are actually going to church. So you got about 80% of Americans out there that don't really see going to church as a big priority Sunday mornings. Yeah. I'd heard the 40% stat before. I thought it was 40% are say they're associated with a church. Well, this is, I'm just quoting from Hartford. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and then uh, half of those are actually going to that church. And you know, the thing is, I mean, we all, we know it and anybody listening here that's involved in church leadership knows that, you know, there are some people that say, yeah, I go to church all the time and you see them maybe once or twice a month, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's what they do. So there's another guy, uh, another guy, Southern Baptist research, you've probably heard of Thomas Rainier. Uh, He says that um, he believes that there are going to be eight, between 8,000 and 10,000 churches closing within the next year. Wow. So, uh, and, and I don't know if those numbers are accurate, but there's a lot of churches closing. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. No doubt about that. How many churches are there in the U.S.? I, I couldn't tell you. I think it's around 400,000. Really? Okay. I think uh, I'm pulling that out from data from probably 10 years ago or so, but I think yeah. it's around 400,000. Well, they come and go, but, uh, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But so uh, the, the next question is, well, why are churches, you know, why is this in decline? Why, why is church attendance, you know? going down the drain here. And, uh, uh, you know, there's lots of, lots of different reasons. I mean, uh, some attributed to technology or the lack of technology in the churches today, which we've talked about here. We've beaten that drum quite a bit, how you should 
do your best to get on the tech bandwagon, so to speak. Uh, some people believe uh, Barna, Barna Group, which is pretty pretty reputable. They've done they've done a study that said the two main reasons why uh, people don't attend church is because they they feel like they can find God somewhere else or elsewhere, or the church isn't relevant to them. And then our uh, our fine generation, the millennials, they say that they opt out of church because of its irrele- irrelevance, also the hypocrisy you know, the moral failures of the leadership and all that stuff. So, uh, and I think all of that is true. Yeah. Sound, sound like a, a little bit of sarcasm when you say our fine millennials, huh? Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be mean about it. I mean, we just, we quote them a lot and we should because they are a group we're trying to reach. I mean, right. if you're in church leadership today, you should be trying to reach the millennials. Right. And but, it, I, you know, so I, we, we quote them a lot yeah. as far as stats and what they what they like, what they don't like. Another thing that's here that you didn't mention was talking about competition. Mm-hmm. And yeah. competition is basically com- competing with other things going on over the weekend, whether it's sports yeah. or games or… Right. We're going to get into that in a little yeah. bit okay. when it comes to advertising. All right. But yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of competition now. Uh, and there's other churches too <laughs> that are, you know, uh, we can get into that. You know, a lot of people would say, well, I'm not in competition with the church across the street. Okay. I hope you're not. But if they're doing a better job of reaching people and connecting with their attenders, right. then maybe you ought to look at what they're doing and maybe you should improve. But that's a whole nother topic. Uh, one of the things we obviously what we're talking about today is should your church advertise? And so I believe because of all those things we just mentioned, and more that uh, uh, you need to get the word out, right? And it's it's kind of a it's also I mean this ties into business because uh, a lot of times the business owners would say, well, things aren't doing very great, and so I don't have the money to advertise, and things continue to do worse because you aren't advertising, and it's right. kind of a downward spiral, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's advertising's a <laughs> In some ways, it's simple. In other ways, it's complicated. It's simple if you found something that works. Yes. But if you're not finding what works for you, and we're going to try to get into that a little bit today, because uh, most people probably listening to this podcast would say, yeah, the church should somehow or another advertise in some venue. I mean, you want to reach people, right? You want to mm-hmm. connect with people. The problem is there's a lot of bad advertising that churches do, and we can get into that a little yeah, bit here. And the 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 best means to get people to church is word of mouth, right? Where it's not the, for everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's for everything. Pretty much. Every, right. Every, every product you have and out we're, there. I think we're going to talk about that too, because yeah, that ties into yeah. some of the social aspects. But, you know, uh, so let, let's just jump in. I've got a lot of experience in this. Well, at least a fair amount of experience in it because of pastoring and, 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 you know, I'm an executive pastor right now, part time, and we're doing advertising at the church I'm at. And, I've helped start some churches and, uh-huh. and I've seen some, some, some really good results. Uh, if you find the right venue, venue right, for, for your for advertising, advertising, the right yeah. niche. So you had a, you started pretty much planted, took over a very, very small church in uh, Kansas, right? There was a group of four people, four families. Uh-huh. And, and so I always kind of say we restarted it yeah. because we took everything that they had been used to and changed and everything. advertising was a big part of that, right? It was a big part of that. Yeah. It's a big part of that. Uh, there was a Christian radio station that was opening up about the same time we were in that area. I have a background in Christian broadcasting. And, uh, so I just jumped right on that thing. And, uh, and then I made my commercials very unique, which is something we can get into here if we have time. But when you, if you're going to advertise, you've got to make sure your commercials are unique. Uh, they're good. They're, 
they're telling yeah, the truth actually, about who you are. Yeah, the church I'm with now, which we've been with for over yeah. 21 years, we came based on a radio ad. Oh, okay. I think you rem- I remember you telling me. Yeah, and it was a very unique uh, think, radio ad. Yeah, I'm trying to think what that was. I think that was before I came on staff, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was way. Know. It was way. Yeah, it yeah. was before you had come on staff. But it was, it was very unique, and it was on. Um, it was kind of geared toward. It was. It really kind of hit us where we were, where we were at at the time, in that we were um, new to town and kind of church shopping. Mm-hmm. And, do you remember the gist of the ad? Yes, I do. It Tell was. Uh, it was kind of. It, it was set up as though you were a visiting a bunch of different churches, and you and they give you a, they give you like a. 15 second, you're at the church of the mystic pancake and, and heads of, and, and the family goes, I'm out of here. And then you go to this, some other strange church okay. and it's got really strange stuff going on. Yep. And then you go to the church we're at now, which, you know, it's right. hip and happening. And so it was, it was just kind of a showing the experiences of, uh, it was, and it was funny. It was that I really had a very, um, comedic, um, tone I, to it. I'm, I'm trying to think. It ran on my radio station that I was managing. I think what did it, it might have. I don't and know. So I probably Could have produced been. it. I just can't remember it now. I think it's, it's probably Jeff. Jeff Love's idea. Probably. I was. Yeah. I don't think I was at alive at that time. I knew of Jeff and those guys. I was. It was a very. Uh, I don't know. Artistic, you would say. It was very well done. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was fun, funny, and and yeah. entertaining, and well, so I think any ad you do, there's radio, TV. Uh, print uh, or internet, it needs to stick out. It's got to be unique, in my opinion. It's got to be the purple cow. Well, it's got. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. And and uh, that when I was starting this church in Kansas in two thousand two thousand one, that's what I did. I did some very unique ads, and I got attention. You know, yeah. I got a little criticism from some other church leaders on it, a little bit, but we got people in the door. Mm. It worked. It worked for us. And there's other things that work for us too, which maybe I'll talk about here in a moment. So let's talk about if you're going to advertise. So again, we're going to presuppose here with this question, should your church advertise? We're, we're presupposing that you would say, yeah, probably so. If you don't think your church should advertise, you can listen and we'll try to give you some reasons here, so to speak. But uh, uh, the bottom line is if you want to reach people, you've got to go to where they're at. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh you got to identify, which is probably our first point here, identify groups of people in your community and, and you need to base it on their interests. So the bottom line here is if your people, the people in your community, wherever you're at right now, if they're not going to church, then they're probably thinking about something else, which you mentioned earlier, you know, right. different competition, right? There's things out there, you know, what gets them excited? What, 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 cranks their shaft, so to speak, what gets them, you know, worked up and, and passionate. What are they passionate about? Sports? Mm-hmm. You know, is it an arts, artsy community or is it books? Is it a health, you know, is the community as a whole that you're trying to reach very much exercise oriented, health oriented, music oriented, those kind of things. Yeah. Well, we would do, um, and this, this kind of applies to business as well. You can identify your target audience. And for us, we, uh, we identified Tucson Tom. We kind of made up this mm-hmm. uh, this figure that was the average guy, and we kind of we laid out: okay, is Tucson Tom married? How old is he? What's he do? What's he do on the weekends? What's he do for work? And kind of captured all the attributes around right. what this person would be, you know, what they're like. Mm-hmm. So identify what they're like, 
And then you start to put together your advertising and say, well, we got this Tucson Tom guy. What uh, what would be appeal? Would he be listening to the radio? Would he right. would he be on the web instead, or would he be right. you know where would he be to to get the advertising? So to figure out what venue, and right. then as I put my ad together, what's going to appeal to that particular person? Yeah, uh, there's a there's a study the actually uh, United Methodist Church launched a while back a twenty million dollar campaign, and they were targeting eighteen to thirty four year olds, which is good. And the message of their campaign was rethink church. And, uh, they, you know, they've done some advertising over the years, but this particular campaign, they aimed it specifically, you know, at, at this younger generation. Uh, but also they wanted to kind of change their image mm-hmm. of their church, uh, you know, from something that's kind of passive to more active, you know, more of an active community, uh, something that does that, you know, that's more social and all that stuff. So uh, now the, here's the point, though, if you're going to, if you're going to do something like that with your church and your local community, whatever it is you're going to use, you, you've got to, you've got to fulfill your promise. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah. You can't, you can't say, Hey, we're a, we're a young energetic church and we are really socially active or whatever it is. And then people go there and your church maybe isn't that young uh-huh. and they're not really that active. Yeah. That- active or concerned about their community. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you're going to have to make sure that whatever you're going to advertise your church as, it's going to have have to be. You need to be that legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'll fall into the category of hypocrisy. Right. And so you, you really got to do that. So again, you got to look at your your own your own uh, congregation, which is another aspect of advertising. You want to make sure that you're authentic. Yep. That you come across as authentic. So if you're going to advertise something that's inconsistent with who you are, then that's being inauthentic. Which really leads to the second point. You've got to, you've really got to discover the type of person or the group your church can reach most effectively. So, you know, if, uh, well, like for instance, the church I'm helping out right now, I work there just on the weekends part time. Uh, we have had good results with one specific segment, uh, where, where we've done some advertising on one specific station and we're getting results. The problem is the, that group of listeners is, is in an older, they're an older demographic. Uh-huh. So they're coming, but they're older. So they're in their maybe fifties. You don't want the old people. Well, and, and I get criticism like that. Like you just said, you know, <laughs> you don't like the old people. No, it's not well, that you we are want the old people. We don't like, want the, you know, we yeah, I, well, I fit in that category now, but I, I would like to see our church reach more of that younger group in their twenties uh-huh. and thirties. Okay. And yet the place we're advertising doesn't necessarily have that demographic, but oh, we're getting results. Right. <laughs> so what do you do? You know, you're getting, you're getting people coming in the door. They're not maybe necessarily, 20 or 30 or 40, but they're more 50 they or 60. They may reshape the, the heartbeat of your church, right? Well, The you personality know, of your church. I think there's, and this is for another podcast, but I think there's ways you you attract who you are. I still mm-hmm. believe that. You attract oh, yeah. who you are. So I, I think for us to attract younger people, we're going to have to, somehow or another, get some younger people and get them involved in leadership. Right, in right. That's a whole other right. category. Yeah. But, but, but getting back to the second point, you, you've really got to discover the type of person that your church can most effectively reach and connect with. So, you know, all these things we're talking about here, uh, you know, if you're traditional, you know, and you're trying to reach people that are non-traditional, it's not going to work. Or if you're in more of a Pentecostal 
charismatic section of your church is more like that, but you're reaching people that are, you know, much more uh, traditional in their values, well, not in their values, but traditional in their form of worship, yeah. worship and religion. Uh, then they they're probably not going to connect if you're if you're Pentecostal in your style. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And so yeah, so you're, you're going to have to to really work on that. And then uh, uh, the other thing is, if you really want to connect with people on a deeper level, you've really got to identify what that group is passionate about. Mm-hmm. What makes them tick? Getting huh? back to your Tucson Tom, maybe yeah, a little uh-huh. bit more. You really got to look a little closer to that and see where that's at. Uh, but it, it's really hard. You, you know, it's really kind of hard to do this without putting some energy into it. And uh, advertising is all about trying to persuade people. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And so you've got to figure out, okay, if I'm trying to hit a certain group, what, what do these people care about? Right. You know, what, what, like? what motivates them? And- right. And, and then the bottom line is, too, uh, when, as we're talking about, you know, should you advertise? And the, the question, the answer to that question, I would think, should be yes. You also want to, to connect with those people you're trying to reach on an emotional level. So right. what that means is, you know, you want to help convince them that coming to your church would be a good thing for them. As opposed to a rational level, right? Yeah, Or exactly. a logical level. Yeah, yeah. The studies have shown, so, uh, and again, I, I, there's there's a gal that says, her name is Ann Ferris. She says, it's the idea of connecting with the heart over the head. So when it comes to like secular things, like purchasing things, you know, purchasing seems like a pretty, what, logical, rational kind of thing. But the fact is we, she's saying that we as humans don't normally make decisions rationally. We, we make decisions emotionally yes. over the majority of the people. Now you're an exception to that. Oh, I probably do the same. Maybe when it comes to your car. <laughs> Maybe I do. I'm okay. sure I do more. Yeah. But and what, what you kind of, what you're pointing to is what, brings someone across the line to say, yeah, I'm going to buy that is 90% emotional where their emotions are at, as opposed to what their, where their logical reasoning would be. Right. That's, that's what I'm getting at. That's what they get at here. That's what the so-called advertising experts say. Yeah. So you've got to know what motivates the people in in order to put the advertising in place to get people to cross the line to come and visit. Yeah. Getting back to backing up a little bit to this targeting thing, a little bit more targeting your your audience or targeting your advertiser. Here's a guy here in town who uh, he targets his his stuff. His whole church is targeted towards bikers or people of that alternative kind of uh-huh. style. Yeah, we have some customers that are geared towards that as well. Do we? Yeah, bikers. That are, they're all geared to yeah. That's okay. the name of their ministry. has got bikers in the, oh, men, that's right. in the ministry do. name. Yeah, one of our streaming customers. That's right. So you know th- that's what they've done. There's another. There's a guy who I was uh, working with out in Kansas when I was pastoring. Yeah, cowboy. He he was doing a cowboy church. Yeah, that's pretty popular too. So the yeah. biker. I there's several biker based church and several cowboy based church. Yeah. Actually, we've had and still do have. Um, churches that are coming from both those backgrounds. Yeah. So, you know. Or from those niches, I guess. But one of the things like, you know, this guy, and one of the, when we're talking about a niche, uh, you know, you, you can't really change your church. You know, if you're going to do it, then you're probably going to go through years and years of uh, 
misery. <laughs> you might be able to do it, but it will take some time. So we're talking about some of the people here, like the biker church and the cowboy church. Most of those people started out fresh. You know, they started the church oh. as a biker church or oh, as yeah. a cowboy church. Right. You know, so, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, all, all these kind of things. And so they're trying to connect with people where they're at. And there's other niches out there as well. So anyhow, as we move on here about advertising. So um, advertising, uh, you know, again, getting back to this connecting with people's heartstrings. Uh uh, You want to, if you're going to have a campaign or a commercial or whatever it is you're going to do, uh, you want to really, uh, you know, talk about how you can connect with people emotionally. And so uh, that could be your graphics. It could be your copy on your your ad, it could be a lot of different things. But the bottom line is that uh, you want to connect with people emotionally. Right. So, and I think we're going to, we're going to talk about this, but what, what is the right avenue to, I've got choices of, you're a big radio guy. So there's radio, there's newspaper, there's magazine, there's billboards, there's social, there's web. Yep. It's a big Right. So that's what, the big, that's a $64,000 question. So what is the right answer for me? I don't think there is a right answer. It, it, well, I think, I think as you, if you go through this process and you identify who your target is right. that's what and you kind of lay the personality of that person out and go, well, this, this person is never going to be on uh, Facebook. So I'm going to rule that out. Or this okay. person spends, you know, four hours a day on Facebook. So maybe that's a good, or they're right. on the computer. Then, then maybe the radio uh, may not be a good option, but then the Facebook piece would. That's your answer. Is it, it's 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 there's no answer that fits wall one, all churches. Right. Uh, okay, for instance, when I helped uh, with a church here in town in the early '90s, uh, we did a deal where uh, there's used to be this thing in Tucson called the Tucson Shopper, and I think every community has one. Now, I don't know if it's still going on or not. I think it still is, but it's a it's it's basically a weekly little little mini newspaper that mm-hmm. has ads in it, car ads, uh, different dealer ads, dealer ads, but there's different little things in, and it was called the Tucson shopper. If I remember right, right. I used remember to be this. The, used to be the dandy dime too, was one of them. And, and, uh, so the guy I was working with said, I'm going to buy an ad, a full page ad, but I want it to be either the front or the back cover. I don't want to have it inside because this, it would come in your mailbox and and you'd pull it out of your mailbox with all your other junk mail, and you could you'd see the front cover or you'd see the back, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, if you really liked the the deal and was digging through it, then you'd see an ad inside it. But so he he would only buy front or back, and we got results from that. Yeah, I remember we got that. Results, and he was very consistent with it too. And that's the other thing we were going to get into. We can we can say it right now. It, whatever you're going to do, you're going to have to be consistent at it. I mean, that's, I found that from both perspectives. So, uh, you know, as you know, I was in broadcasting for almost 20 years. Yeah, so you're selling radio spots, and, right? And, uh, I, I wasn't a salesperson, but, but I, I was you're around, the- I was around them and I went on sales calls. I produced commercials. I did a lot of things in management and, and, you know, our whole thing was, you know, buy three months worth of ads, you know, or buy six months or better yet buy a whole year. You know, sign a year contract and we'll give you this deal. And I know from, from the other side of the coin, from the other side of the table is, you know, well, my gosh, I'm going to have to commit to thousands of dollars of money to, to do this. You know, what if it doesn't work? And that's, that's a big question, but I will say this, unless you're consistent, 
it's not going to work, or at least it's not going to work very well. Right. And we run into that even with our own company. You know, right. there's, there's oh, yeah. things that you have to be consistent. It, it doesn't matter. So, uh, and then from the other side, from from you know, from my as a pastor, uh, and and I did this, you know, with with the the thing on the Tucson Chopper, the little deal. Uh, eventually, we went into some radio, and then we went into TV. And then uh, when I started my own church, I I did the radio thing right off the bat, and 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 I was consistent at it. And because I was consistent, and the ads were unique. Uh, and we did, you know, in other words, there's a lot of little things you need to make sure you're doing right. You know, if you've got people coming to your church and you're telling them it's this kind of a church and it's not, you're blowing your money. Right. But if you're doing everything you say in the ad, you know, and people come and you're consistent with the ad, you will get results providing you're in the right niche, the right market. Yeah, and related to this is since we offer the MyFlock, we'll often or I'll off, we'll often get customers that are that will call and say, "When I put in, you know, Toronto Baptist Church, I'm not on the front page of the search results in Google's. I need you guys to fix that to make sure that we're the very first result when you right. type in, you know, Baptist Church Northeast or whatever." Mm-hmm. And um, people don't realize that. Getting those coveted uh, Google response sites is not uh, easy. There is no way to go and and fix that. So what a lot of times we'll recommend is to take out AdWords. Right. And so AdWords is Google's paid advertising uh, opportunity. And early on when we started doing this, uh, it, it's it was initially a very affordable route to go. So if churches in your town are not actively pursuing Google AdWords, it's a great way to uh, to get a lot of response for uh, very little money. So, yeah, the, the AdWords based on auction. So if more of the churches are participating in your town, then the prices are going to be, you know, they're going to be competing for the same right. um, keywords. Right. So, uh, so the prices will go up. But anyway, you may want to look at that, look into that. It's a good web-based um, opportunity for advertising. But if your target's not on the web, but, right. you know, well, I, I think uh, I, I think you bring up a good point. And there's other things too. You know, you mentioned showing up on the first page. I mean, some of it also has to do with uh, updating your websites, putting original material on your website. Yeah, there's uh, yeah there's whole meta, what is it meta tags industry around improving your search engine optimization. Yeah, but the the surefire way to get first page results is to go ahead and pay Google for a paid ad. Right. And, and a lot of times that's a really affordable way to do it. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good point. We're, we're out of time now. And that's, I think that's a good place to end, but I, I guess I would just reiterate that um, I think your church should advertise. Uh, and then it's really up to you to do the, to do some detective work, to do some research. And it's going to ba- be based on, you know, who yeah. you, what you are already who you are already as a church and a very focused ad um, on, avenue, right? On, on, on trying to target who you want, right? And and hopefully and where who they you live, want. Yeah, what motivates them? Yeah, and 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 you know, again, uh, you. I I'm still going to say this again. I'll beat a dead horse here, but you attract who you are. So, and of course, you know, as I just said earlier here, we like younger people, but we don't have a lot of younger people. How do we do that? Well, <laughs> you start one person at a time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you just begin to take those younger people that you do have, maybe train them up a little more to be more involved in the ministry. So other people can see them more, 
you know, maybe give them job to do announcements on the platform or lead music or mm-hmm. maybe share once in a while in a message. I don't know, but you've got to get, you know, you've, you've got to attract who you are. And then once you can do that, momentum will begin to build. And I don't know if this helped or not. I hope it helped some people today. Maybe it'll get you thinking a little bit. Sure. So, uh, hey, you got questions about this or something you might want to add to it? Well, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And we are also on iTunes. Look for Church Solutions Podcast and subscribe to our podcast. Review us. We're on YouTube. The audio version's on YouTube. Look uh, look for it. Uh, maybe, maybe, probably under the YouTube channel, streamingchurch.tv is probably where it's at. Uh, but Church Solutions Podcast. And I don't know where we're at. Newmediaministries.tv. That's yep. another one. And you can always go to our website and go into resources, streamingchurch.tv. And uh, you'll find us, our podcast listed under resources. All right. He is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. And uh, we hope that we have helped you. We can help you if anything else tech-related or any other thing that's church-related or ministry-related. Let us know. Have yourself a great day. God bless. And we will catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.